Hi, I'm Hans. And I'm Laura. And we love to go to the movies, whether it's in our living room or at a theater. And one thing we like almost as much as watching movies is talking about them. So grab a cocktail. And let's go to the movies. Hi, movie fans. This week we watched the 2022 film, A Man Called Otto. This film was about a man called Otto, who is continuing to cope with the death of his beloved wife. And he ultimately, over the course of the movie, comes to um, move from being a bit of a curmudgeon to finding a new community amongst his diverse group of neighbors uh, on the street where he lives. I think that pretty much wraps it up. Yeah. Yeah, so Laura, what did you uh, what do you think of this movie? How would you rate it? Um, I think I rated this film quite high, honestly. I okay. I gave it a four point three in terms of enjoyment and a four point oh in terms of quality. Wow! Wow! All right! All right! How about you, Hans? How did you rate it? Well, I, I'm going to go probably about a. I struggle a little bit with the numbers for this one, but I, I think I'm going to go with a, a three point six for enjoyability and a three point seven for quality. Well, let's discuss it further. Let's discuss. Laura, you rated A Man Called Otto fairly highly. I'm curious to know why. I know that you have a bit of a history with this film, so I'm kind of curious for you to to bring that up too. I bet that influenced your overall take on it. Yes, absolutely. I mean, I will fully admit that I am pretty biased because I read this book. The book is by um, the author, Frederick Bachman, who I happen to be a big fan of. And I really enjoyed this novel. Um, I had my doubts about the movie while I wanted to see the movie. I Because I love the novel so much, I just didn't feel like it would really be able to do it justice. And I thought that the film version was in excellent translation of the novel. Oh, okay. Even though the novel was set in Scandinavia, I believe. Yeah. I thought they did a really good job um, translating the spirit and the purpose of the novel. Um, Many of the events remain the same, but many of them changed, you know, ended up being slightly different um, to make sense given the audience and given a film setting, which is something that I think okay, yeah. so few book to film adaptations do is they aren't sort of able to jump the gap between the greatness of the novel and put it into a very well-made film. And I just thought this film really did that. I could talk more about this, but yeah, Hans, well. I want to hear I want to hear more about that, Laura, yeah. and, and more about your thoughts overall. But I, I do have a follow up question for yeah. you about that. Actually, do you think that the fact that this movie was based on a novel that had uh, that was set in Scandinavia originally, and I believe was written in another language originally and translated to English? So, do you think that in part the reason why it translates well to film is because it was not a literal adaptation of the book? Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. because I'm, I'm wondering if that degree of separation gave it a little bit of the wiggle room for it to be, um, for, for it to work better than if it had had to be, you know, exactly the way that it was in the book, which is why we sometimes don't like films based on books. 
That's a long question. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, I, I think I think I agree. I mean, the name of the novel is a, a man called Ove. This was a man called Otto already there. We can see, you know, some trans, you know, mm-hmm. some variation. Um, I think what this film did really, really well is it decided what it was going to do and it went with it, which is that it was going to be an adaptation of the novel and not a straightforward replication of it. And I think we often struggle because novels don't always translate well to film. And then sometimes you have novels that are very, very close to the film with just some minor changes that don't even really make sense or cause confusion because the change doesn't then accurately sort of represent the purpose of the story. But Mm -hmm. this story really was a story about Otto or Ove and sort of him being in this very dark place. And then like, you know, sort of how it played out based on his neighbors and neighborhood, you know, around him. And Mm -hmm. I thought that they did an excellent job um, at taking sort of the spirit and the point of the things that happened in the novel and adapting them slightly so that it made sense both on film and for an American audience. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think that's, I think that's really interesting. Yeah. But I would like to hear a little bit about what you thought. Well, you know, Laura, I didn't rate this movie as highly as you did. Um, and I don't mean that in as, as a knock to this film by any means. Um, you know, I thought it was, uh, it was a competent movie. And I think that my overall reaction for it is simply that, you know, Tom Hanks is just a darn watchable actor, right? Yeah. Uh, Tom Hanks is one of those people who is a, you know, he's a movie star, but he's not a movie star in the same way as you think of, of, of other movie stars, right? He's accessible, approachable. He has been for basically his entire career and he continues to be now. Um, you turn on, you know, this movie and, you know, Tom Hanks charms us like he has so many times before. Um, and, and, and that's, you know, that's really nice. He does a great job of, of conveying a warmth in this film. And I think that, you know, the whole film conveys a, a sense of warmth and, and, um, and, and that's nice, you know, in, in many ways you could say that this was a feel good movie, which I think is a bad term to use because that kind of, makes it sound like it's a Hallmark movie, which it wasn't, you know, it wasn't a Hallmark movie. This was, it was a real movie. It was really good. Um, and you know, it was well acted and, 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 and everything. Um, but I think the main takeaway is that, you know, Tom Hanks is watchable and enjoyable as always. Um, beyond that, uh, you know, I think that was the strongest point beyond that. Uh, it was fine. I think. Well, I actually have something to say about the acting, which was that I didn't necessarily care for the actor that played young Tom Hanks. I thought that the resemblance wasn't really there. Hmm. But fun fact, I have since learned that that was actually one of Tom Tom Hanks' sons. Oh, Tom Hanks has more than one son. Yeah. Oh, I had no idea. He, in fact, has three sons. Three? Yes. For two different marriages. So this is this son, Truman Hanks, was the son of him and Rita Wilson. And I personally think the son looks much more like Rita Wilson than uh, he does like Tom Hanks, which I wonder, um, you know, is kind of like an interesting sort of thing to think about is that was that was uh Truman Hanks selected for this role, maybe, 
him being his actual son gave him a, lo- a leg up that maybe he didn't necessarily deserve. Well, I think there might be just a slight possibility that someone who has a super famous um, well, I mean, obviously, actor gave, might have a leg up. Obviously, it gave him a leg up. But what I'm saying is, is that was it in, seen as an easy choice since it was yeah. his actual son? When in yeah. actuality, there could have been another actor that more closely resembled a young Tom Hanks. Yeah, than, yeah that's a good point. Than this than Truman Hanks. That's a great, that's a, that's a great point. I was, I was unaware of that and hadn't given a whole ton of thought to, um, to, to, to that stuff. Um, but it's a good point. It's a good point. Yeah. It's uh, interesting. Um, so yeah, you know, I, I enjoyed watching the movie. I, I thought it was an enjoyable movie. You walk away feeling good overall about it. Um, you know, um, and, and, you know, it's affirming and it's all those sorts of things, but, um, you know, beyond that, I, I didn't really take away anything that really moved me in a particular way. I didn't feel like it pushed any envelopes in any particular way. No, but it certainly it a solid, didn't. Solid movie. It certainly didn't push any envelopes. And as I said, I'm definitely biased. Um, but I think that, you know, we've talked a lot about taking films sort of at their face value. Sure. And I think for what this film was, it did a really good job again, you know, and maybe I'm not giving it enough credit, but this wasn't a movie that pushed the envelope. And I, you know, I don't, I, I guess whenever you make a film, maybe you're always aiming to make a film that gets nominated for best picture. No, no, certainly not. But this didn't, to me, did not strike me as a film <laughs> where they were trying to get nominated for no. best picture. It was just supposed to be this adapta- adaptation of the book that was meant to entertain and leave people feeling good and maybe a little sad, but also good. Yeah. And I think it accomplished what it set out to do. Yeah. Yeah. So if you're looking for a movie that's a bit charming to watch, that's going to leave you with a nice feeling overall, it's not going to put you on some sort of gut-wrenching emotional ride, but at the same time has some emotional value to it. Um, you know, this is good, solid, uh, solid, solid, solid bit of entertainment. Yes, and you can absolutely. sit down and enjoy it for the evening and walk away at the end feeling good. Yep. So if that's what you're in the mood for, A Man Called Otto might be the movie for you. And until next time, movie fans. We will see you at the movies. Everybody's entitled to their opinion. Everybody's entitled to their Everybody's entitled to their opinion